Hello and welcome. This is Parenting for the Everyday. I'm Becca Alvarez. And I'm Holly Dykandrew. We are two moms currently in the trenches of parenthood, and we want to create a community of support and encouragement as we set out to find the answers to the parenting questions that everyone is asking. From the easy stuff to the hard stuff, we want to talk about it all. And today, we are talking about traditions and building lasting traditions with two very special guests, Karen Coffey and Katie Potessa, who also happen to be our moms. So mom, tell us who you are and about your family. Well, I just have to say this is a bit surreal to see you two on the other side of the table, but what fun it is for us to be a part of your podcast. So thank you. Uh, My name is Karen Coffey. I have been married to Joe for over 42 years. We have three adult children. They are all married, and we have five grandchildren. And Mrs. Podesta? Uh, I am married to Gino, and we have three children. Holly, who is across the table from me, and her husband, Jimmy, are the parents of our grandchildren. Uh, Cameron, who's 12, and twins, Addison and Chase, who are six. Uh, Justin is married to Kendall, and our other son, Matthew, is married to Kobe, and they are expecting our next grandchild in December. This Christmas, so it's perfect Mm -hmm. time to be talking about traditions. Um, We're going to start with an easy question. Favorite Christmas tradition? I have a, a, a couple um, as you know, I didn't really think we did traditions when you asked me, and you gave me some good ones. The one tradition I thought of is that we made gingerbread cookies every year and have, we still do it with the grandchildren, and whoever's there when we do it decorates. You know, your dad takes it as a mission, how mm-hmm. many he has to accomplish, and then he's done, and not everyone enjoys the fun in it, but we still all do it together. But then opening one gift at a time, it is a tradition that we do. But it's it's not what you would consider a classic tradition. It's just a way we've done it so that we can slow down, so that we can see what everyone else is opening. Um, so that is one. Um, and just being together. Those are yeah. our traditions that matter the most to me. I love the opening one gift at a time. You don't love it when you're a child because you're trying to, like, open them all as fast as you can. But then as you're an adult, you start to recognize, like, I love this idea that we're all seeing, like, what are your likes? What are your dislikes? Um, You have to stop, kind of pay attention to yourself and turn to whoever is opening their gift. And then everyone is, like, excited about what you open and uh, what you got going in your your life at the time. So I love that one, too. Karen? I love that, too. And I think Christmas is easy to talk about because Christmas is one of my favorite holidays. Uh, Tradition-wise, we have pretty specific um, things that we do. But in general, it's just enjoying each other, whether it's the pictures on the stairs or the stockings or the sweet rolls or the gifts. Um, We just, I just love Christmas. And what makes traditions important? I think for me, a tradition creates a stability. It is um, sort of the foundation of the family and their relationship. So we talked about opening one gift at a time. As you do that, then you, like you said, Holly, you are learning what each other likes. Um, How they react to Mm -hmm. gifts is also interesting. But traditions, I think create a security and um, also kind of articulate who the family is. Yeah, for me, uh, it's the comfort in traditions, whether it's the same food or something we do. I like the comfort that that brings, that this is what our family is. This is family for us. 
Yeah, I think as a mom in the holiday season, it feels hard because there's so many things to choose from. There's so many different activities, um, and you're pulled this way, and you see your friends doing that, and there's this event and this, and it's hard to know, like, where do you dig in? What is um, the most important thing to do? And what I hear is, like, the lasting is, like, the togetherness part where it's, like, anything that points you inward is worth doing. That's an important thing to learn early. Yeah. Is because you can be so, oh, Instagram, they're showing this yep. really good gift wrapping and this really good. And you can spend so much time doing that that you come to the end of the season. And if you do that year after year after year and you ask your kids what were the traditions, they'll be like, I don't I don't know. We didn't have any because yeah. you were off making it so perfect. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a good thing to learn early. I think what I'm hearing, too, is, like, with the comfort of traditions is a predictability. You know, so you know what the expectation is on that on that Christmas morning. We know, at least in my family, because my little family is young, we don't have that <laughs> many traditions, but my family that I grew up with, I know exactly almost to the time when things will happen. And it brings so much comfort and excitement because you know what you're looking forward to, but you also have the predictability of so many years before you of what has happened. And so it's just a safety that's in that Mm -hmm. day, which I think makes it so special. Yeah. Here's kind of a a switch in a topic a little bit. Um, Both of you are like homemakers in your houses. So that role would naturally fall to you. How did you or did you pull your spouse into that? So is that something that you guys did together as you kind of determine things? Is that something where you're like, I plan it and he just shows up? Like what's the dynamic in pulling your spouse into creating these traditions? I plan it and he shows up. (laughs) You're here. Now he might have, hey, let's go cut a tree down this year. But as a regular pattern no, I would say, hey, this one, this one we're doing cookies. This is when we're and he yes. enjoyed being a part of it, but no, he didn't plan. Leans into you to do yeah. the planning part. I would have to say that is true for us as well. However, we have done it for so long mm-hmm. that I think um, Joe participates in great ways and has taken some things on for himself, his own projects. But yeah. Um, I think it's difficult when you get married, and I think we maybe will talk about this a little bit further down the road, but um, everybody brings their own experience of what their Christmas was like. Mm -hmm. So you have an opportunity, like Katie and I had an opportunity to create what we wanted, but we also had to take input from what our spouse's Christmases were like. A funny example was my Christmases um, growing up, the stockings were like amazing. My mom would wrap gifts inside the stockings. They were extravagant. And Joe would laugh because they would just have fruit and nuts in their <laughs> stockings. Did he grow up so, in the depression? I know. <laughs> it, it's so funny. So when he first saw the stockings that I came up with, it was it was a bit of a shock. But now, you know, of course, now it's a joke and everybody likes it. I would agree with that. But I do feel like, especially growing up in our family, mom, you laid such a great blueprint for what the holiday season was going to look like. But dad really has taken some of those roles that he has and ran with them and really created his own role within the Christmas tradition. So something that I think he's spoken about a few different times is growing up, we always did one big gift. But to make that gift special, we did a scavenger hunt to get to the gift. And every year, to this day, and I am going to be 32, so <laughs> it's been a while, 
he'll still stay up and work on the riddles and work on how the scavenger hunt will go and where we will go. And it is still something that as a very much adult, I look forward to and look forward to my children being able to experience. And so I think that was such a good example of a spouse really getting involved. He may not know the gift at the end of the scavenger (laughs) hunt, but he knew the scavenger hunt. And that's something that he really takes over and has ownership over. Which I, I think that. is so fun. I bet those got pretty competitive. They got so competitive. I remember, surprised. I think one of the memories that sticks in my head is having me, my brother, my sister as like a human pyramid to try to reach a clue Stop that was it. in a tree and it was like snow covered and I'm on my brother's shoulders and Rachel's on my shoulders or however it went. And we just, yeah, we did what it what it took to try to get that clue. Okay, so you were all going for one oh, thing yeah. or you were each going for your own scavenger no, hunt? it is one thing. So you are racing to get oh, there. So okay. as we got older, things got more aggressive, um, <laughs> but still And we have so to fun. protect the small children. We did have to protect <laughs> the small children. Yes. We have something separate for the little. That sounds like a coffee Christmas. <laughs> yes. Someone about to get injured. <laughs> and that actually leads into our next question so well. But how do you navigate different ages and stages as you're building these traditions from young kids? And I mean, for my siblings, I'm the I'm younger than them by eight and six years. So we were in very different stages of childhood, but I still remember us having great traditions. So how do you navigate that? We didn't really. Um, we did the same things. Even now, the gingerbread cookies, we started young. They did them into their teenage years. Now the grandchildren, they would start when they're babies. We know they're going to lick the spoon at the inappropriate time and put it back in the frosting. And for us, we just roll with it. We do the similar things and live within the context of whatever ages they are. I mean, we'll have a baby this year at Christmas, and that'll make it different. Uh, But we just roll with it. Yeah, I think it's really important to be flexible. Traditions are important, but it's more important for everybody to enjoy it. So there were years when I I didn't have the energy to make cookies. So we just didn't make cookies. There were years that um, things happened, but looser. Mm-hmm. So kind of having an open hand with a tradition and thinking about those who are participating is really important. I do wonder... Um, even thinking about the cookies, like they take on just a different meaning. So obviously when you're little and you want to lick the icing and that's the best part. And then now as I get older, I don't even like gingerbread cookies, but it's still this idea of like, hey, this is something that we do together. And so the fun for me is different than when I was like a child. It just kind of morphs into something new. Um, but that also kind of, we've talked about this like in a little bit of a complicated layer. When your kids are married, because all of your kids are married, all six kids here that are represented um, are married, how incorporating their traditions that they've brought in and the way they grew up, um, has that been challenging? Anything that you guys have learned would do different? Yeah, I think it was, um, it is hard. It is hard because obviously we think our traditions are the best, right? (laughs) So then you bring what uh, Paul Tripp called an interloper into the family and um, they have their own ideas and their own um, traditions. So I think what we have done is we celebrate Christmas together every other year. So it's either Thanksgiving or Christmas, and then that allows the other spouse to have one year with their 
um, family as well. I, I don't think we incorporated other traditions for them, but allow each individual family to come up, kind of come up with their own, mm-hmm. maybe using some of ours and some of their um, the in-laws. So it's kind of a balance. It's kind of a tricky balance. I'll let my mom, because we do it a little bit different, so my mom can chime in in a minute. But I'm just curious, what do you do on your off years when it's just yeah. like you and so Joe? that is such a great question. And that honestly has become one of our favorites because we we make it a huge deal. We have a theme and we um, we usually do it like the Saturday before Christmas, and we send out invitations and kind of give little hints along the way. And we just make it similar to Christmas, but different in the way that we we have more intense competitions. <laughs> they all go along with the theme, and it's really fun. So we still celebrate on our off years. We okay. just celebrate on a different day. We just don't all get together on that Christmas day. It may be the 22nd or 23rd. Um, and in order to make it special, my family's very big into making things special. Um, in order to make that special, because it's not on Christmas day, we do the theme and the competitions and all sorts of things. So that has now kind of transformed into the favorite years. Mm-hmm. So you have the scavenger hunt on actual Christmas, but on your off year, it's different. It's different. Okay. You do like full like one year we did. It was the year that I did the triathlon, and so we had all like triathlon themed competitions, but with a twist. And so it was like an egg toss with goggles on and it was a bike race down the street in and the snow. in the snow and then like a race around the house. We're we're pretty big into competition in the coffee family. So we like to bring that into all Christmas festivities. Do you put a disclaimer on that when you let a spouse in like, hey, my family's really competitive. So before you marry in, you should know that. There's a chance I should have. <laughs> but they learn the hard way. So for us, it is, I can't imagine in the last 10 years we've had it on Christmas. Correct. We yeah. generally do not celebrate on Christmas. Uh, because for me, it's more important, and for Gino, um, that we're together than that we get it on the 25th. So we pick a day. This year, we're all going to Tennessee where my new grandchild will be born. And for us, it's whatever days we can do. Uh, we'll see how we do a tree and an Airbnb, but, you know, um, we just travel. And so we'll fly down and see our parents on Christmas Day and then up and enjoy that time. Uh, For me, it's be flexible. Mm -hmm. And um, if you want your child to come, you need to be the least stressful part of the holidays. If it's, oh my gosh, we have to go there and she's going to be mad because we weren't Mm -hmm. there on the tour, whatever. You're not going to be the the place they want to come. So you want to be the least stressful part of the holidays. Yeah, I personally appreciate I've never felt like I've had to choose between um, my husband's family and my family. And that feels like a gift because I do know from my friends that they have felt that tension of saying, like, we have to pick where we're going and how we're celebrating. And I am grateful that I haven't had to do that um, because, you know, we'll just pivot and say, okay, Holly, you're not available till the 28th. Then, you know, we're going to pivot and all be together on the 28th, which I think is is really special. And my mom comes and my sister will come from Scotland. So we'll still have Christmas the way we do Christmas, just not on the 25th. So as we wrap up, we have one more question. Is there anything that you would have done differently with traditions and holidays? And I would say, of course, 
everyone has regrets when you look back, but you can't let that, you can't go, oh, I wish I had, I wish I had, mm-hmm. um, because you're never going to do it all right. The more you relax with it and just let it be about family, I think the fewer regrets mm-hmm. you'll have someday. Um, but yeah, there are lots of regrets. Yeah, I I agree. I think the best choice is just focusing on the family and the kids and whatever age they are, making it, like you said, making it inviting, making it easy to come. And so so the table doesn't look like it it does on Pinterest or the gifts aren't wrapped in matching um, wrapping paper, but it's uh, the the celebration is being together. So I think for me, the regret would be trying to do it all and trying to um, maybe create the memory in pictures, but um, now just seeing how important it is just to celebrate each individual and, and being together and what a value that is. I love that. And I think something that um, resonates with me of like, hey, let's not get caught up Mm -hmm. in making sure that it's Instagram worthy, but just that we're focusing on the time together. Um, This has been super special for us, like to do this episode with our moms. We're so thankful that you guys came in and made time for us. And once again, this has been Parenting for the Everyday. Thank you for tuning in.